Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Cup of Three. My name is Ashley. I'm joined by my fiance and co-host, Agu, as well as friend and co-host, Mabel. Mabel, welcome back. Thank you. Thank you. It's good to be back. And for all the listeners, unfortunately, my family suffered a loss last month, and that's why I was off. But thank you for having me back. Grief is unfortunately something you learn to live with. It's not something you can get over, like the flu or a stomachache. So here I am trying to redefine my my new life and moving forward, which is what you would have liked. So thank you. Yeah, well, we're glad you're back. And um, obviously, we're very sorry to hear about all these things, but we're glad to have you back on the project. And I'm sure everyone's very excited to hear your voice. So it's not just (laughs) Agu and I blabbering back and forth. Yeah, let's be honest, the quality of this has gone down (laughs) drastically since you've left. It's been pretty bad. (laughs) (laughs) So you've been staying up to date on um, season 12 and seeing all these guys. I want to hear your thoughts on the, the, you know, what's happened so far, but I think we can just kind of go into this, this most recent episode Mm -hmm. and I'm sure that stuff will come up. So I, I mean, this is what we've been doing the last few episodes because Chris and Paige, their whole story has kind of been like the number one thing that people are talking about. Yeah. This is like, if you scroll through the Reddit page for Married at First Sight, it's just literally all about Chris and Paige. Oh so I think we'd be doing a disservice if we didn't just like start with that because we had a lot happen this last episode. Oh my gosh, um, seriously. So we just watched episode five of season, season 12 of Married at First Sight. Uh, last night was magic these titles are just a lot um so this is when we (laughs) yeah (laughs) all right that's gonna be a new podcast intro by the way it's a goose (laughs) but just enough so that we don't get copyright in print (laughs) (laughs) just a couple seconds Mm -hmm. so we finally get the pregnancy storyline as part of the main episode content where chris tells uh, finally admits to Paige after telling literally everyone else that um, he just just learned, maybe, quote unquote, that his ex-fiance is pregnant. And Paige is obviously uh, pretty overwhelmed by this news. And that dominates really this entire episode. So I'll just open it up. Um, <laughs> what did you think? <laughs> Chris is just a train wreck. Oh my gosh. Like, to the point that I feel bad, one thing after another, like from being superficial in the beginning with his like criteria of what a woman is, mm-hmm. and then you know admitting that he wasn't even tra- attractive to her, but still had sex with her twice, and now his ex fiance, fiance which he slept with recently, is pregnant. I'm mm-hmm. just like, like when is this gonna end? I to this point i would hate to be in chris's shoes knowing that the rest of the world is being exposed to all this and just like it's kind of like that bomb waiting to go off and it's like oh i know it's coming i know it's coming everyone's gonna hate it it's gonna be so much drama my way and i i feel bad for him at this point mm-hmm. just but at the same time like what is what what are you doing dude <laughs> it's what so is bad. this He's yeah constantly got his foot in his own mouth it's just I I felt it was kind of interesting how when he was going to actually tell Paige about this news, he he felt like that had to be in private. Like he it, it seems like all of production knew about this thing mm-hmm. and they were trying to convince him for a while that it was a good idea for him to tell Paige. Obviously she knew something was wrong because he was like 
I received some devastating news, but don't worry about it. Like, please stop asking me. Like, you, what? And I don't want to say it's devastating. Like, right. Uh, I want to say. But then he has to, like, take her into the bathroom and run all the faucets to tell her this news as if, like, the only thing that you're hiding is, like, her reaction to that. Yeah. Well, maybe that's what he was trying to do. That's what was I was... protect mm-hmm. her reaction. I Because like ima- I mean... like imagine having like I think he knows he's messed this is a awful situation. Mm-hmm. But then putting her in a situation where she has to react to hearing this on camera, I think in his head that was his way of trying to protect her so that she could have the moment to process it first before being on camera. But that's me giving him the benefit of the doubt. He also then said, did say, oh, okay, we can just not talk about it. And then she's like, well, I, I want to know. And he's like, well, it's, I'm okay with you not knowing. So, like, he's all over the place, and I don't – it's hard. I'm trying, but maybe that's what yeah, it's okay. I Okay, I guess I could maybe see that. It just felt mm-hmm. – that was very confusing to me because I'm like, now you're suddenly going to respect her privacy when all of mm-hmm. this has happened so far. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, big news is probably better to know in private. So, like, whether it's for her own good or for his own good, it's probably it's probably okay that he told her privately. And he did absolutely everything he could. He turned the shower on. He turned the sink on. I'm like, dude, I'm supposed to toilet at this point. Like, <laughs> like, he was making sure that no one heard them on the mic. And whatever reason, you know, for her reason, for, their re- for his reason, whatever. Okay, you know, yes, in private, let everybody let her know but then you're on reality tv in a marriage we're gonna know like she has already a very strong network from what we've learned of Mm -hmm. support system from friends or family that's not gonna stay a secret for very long and it was also better i think for her own sake to be like i'm still gonna decide like how to handle it you know i understand you don't want me to go blab my mouth to everybody but like I still can't compromise who I am and how I need to cope with, you know, with news just because it makes, you know, you uncomfortable that I talk to other people who are close to me about this news. It's just like, Mm -hmm. I'm, I was glad for her that she still, you know, went to Brianna and talked and for her own sake was able to voice how she felt outside of the conversation with them. Mm -hmm. I kept thinking about how like one day this child of, the ex-fiance and Chris is going to be old enough to know that like their parents were on this show and I wonder watching all of this how they would feel yeah do you think unfortunate do you think the child would know like before though because it'd be one thing to like have the child's parent tell them hey you're and or there's like the mom saying your dad was on the show or the dad saying like you know yeah this is what happened Like, it's one thing to be told and then be like, hey, do you want to go watch it? Or, like, mm-hmm. surprise, come across it one day and be like, this is what happened? <laughs> I feel like they would probably know that, like, probably. their dad was involved somehow in this show. But mm-hmm. I just, I, I guess I think about, like, from their perspective, how they're talking about this situation. That they're like, oh, my dad said it was devastating news to learn that I existed. <laughs> like, that's... Maybe I'm just going too meta with this, like, 18 years yeah. down the road kind of a thing. But, like, that, I just kept thinking about that. I'm like, this is a person. Therapy <laughs> I mean, is real. 
there's a lot of there's a lot of oopsie babies like, this was my uh, dad talking about me as a baby <laughs> like oh yeah. So this is where your trauma comes from. Good to know. Just... Think about it, though. The child could go to therapy and talk about it and just be like, you know what? I don't need to tell you. Just, just watch. <laughs> I'll send you a link. By then, they're like on a season like 38 or something of Married at First Sight. And it's like, all right, so season like 12. <laughs> like Chris is like come That's back funny. and is like on his second marriage at that point on the show. <laughs> Oh gosh, oh. we're just paying a very gruesome future for Chris. <laughs> I mean, what do you think well, this means for Paige and Chris moving forward, Mabel? Like, what's your? That's take? what I was thinking. Like, I don't know. That's that's a lot to take on for someone that you just met the first day. First of all, I want to be upset with the producers and the and the um, not the producers, the experts to be like, I wasn't already a fan of someone just getting out of a marriage a couple months before this, mm. but like. I don't know. They obviously saw something great in there, and I just like, hey, we gotta go with it, right? Like this is there. This is a couple for a reason. They saw this potential here, but I was still like, Paige is in a crappy situation. Just be like, yeah. she literally did nothing. She literally yeah. showed up, and she got all of this. This could have been anyone in her sh- anyone in her shoes. I just don't think that it's very healthy for them going forward. Yeah. And the only reason I say that only reason I say that is there are marriages where uh, another child is born either during the marriage, just before the marriage, um, you know, when they're dating, and etc. There are marriages like that. But first seeing how Chris is handling it very poorly, didn't even want to tell her, first of all. Um, already saying things like I'm not, a, like, the attraction, the physical attraction wasn't there. Like, mm-hmm. this is not the only thing that's, gone, that's going wrong in their relationship. It's just mm-hmm. adding to everything else that's going wrong. And if I were Paige, I'd be like, this is yeah mm-hmm. yeah for sure on uh, operation to, to try to cape for the the experts here um as experts slash i call them judges but they're experts ex uh apologists uh <laughs> like i get like on paper i get why mm-hmm. they they paired them right like he chris is a Finance, like he's an entrepreneurial person. Paige is literally a, if she's not a CPA, she's an accountant. Like she is, mm-hmm. she does the numbers. He wants to get into investment property. She already has one and is doing that very well. Like she is, like I get why they, they paired them. Um, and from the scenes that we did see, like they asked him, Hey, you want to make sure this is over? And he was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't talked to her in a while, which like, I could have told you that's not true. Like that, that's not <laughs> one no one side of the story. Yeah. Like yeah. really? Yeah. Like it's like, uh, a, a, so a, a person, a friend, uh, his friend is going through a divorce and like, it's on and off like that's how this thing works like no mm-hmm. one is like oh i'm completely done with this person well there are some people but most of the time it's like oh i can't stand you uh maybe we can make it work oh i can't stand you uh make maybe i can make you work like i could totally see him being intimate with his ex-fiance recently like of course he was mm-hmm. willing to be engaged to her <laughs> in well, like two well, weeks yeah. and also <laughs> so. i think his idea of fidelity is contingent on 
if they can meet his physical needs because it Mm -hmm. seems like he has a high sex drive which again that's fine but that's something you have to discuss if you're in a monogamous relationship but Mm -hmm. the way he talked about that before was he used the word like i had to have some friendships like kind of on the side as well as you know and that's like one of the things that kind of led to the the demise of the relationship so like that that doesn't take a stretch to go from that view of a relationship to yeah he might um rekindle a physical relationship with past people and that not be something that Mm -hmm. he's like pretty set on ending whatever time period before the weddings to this person Mm -hmm. he doesn't know yet like to me that's not unbelievable at all (laughs) like it just isn't yeah Yeah. i don't know this is they just met they met at the altar so Paige literally couldn't have any say in this situation up until now yeah and we already saw from the interviews how shallow this dude is like like you just mentioned it from the you know the the physicality of what she looks like of how she presents herself because he never really cared about how like they are in a relationship it's more about how she makes mm-hmm. him look and it's just like there are so many red flags with this dude it's very frustrating to see that he made it this far that he is on this show and now he's ruining the, ex- the experience of this girl on here and they're, they're just all trying to find love yeah 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 and she seems so earnest and so like she's like the fact that she's even at this point still trying to make it work is amazing to me like the first conversation she had with her father-in-law was centered around sex like Mm -hmm. there are so many red flags like i i don't think we've ever seen such a train wreck so quickly on this Mm -hmm. this uh show like every single part of it has been a train wreck like the first conversation he was asking her about contraceptive like just Mm -hmm. like talking it like that and then afterwards being like oh i don't like to talk about sex what that's interesting double standard there bud that's all your family does apparently (laughs) seriously like his dad couldn't stop talking about how sexy he thought she was like it's so creepy and just mm-hmm. so uncomfortable to watch. Like, were you just mm-hmm. like this the whole time watching that? Yeah, like... the whole time. And yeah. I will say though, I I'm I'm glad that she talked about it with her parents-in-law because her parent her in-laws because um you know flip back to what was that season eight I think with Kate and Luke, Luke was um disgusted by Kate when they first had sex. We go through the entire show thinking it was just a kiss, and then at the mm-hmm. end, apparently, kiss was co-word for sex. Um, that how disgusted he was with her at that point and i'm like Mm -hmm. so it could have come out this early with luke and kate but kate decided you know hey he doesn't want me to talk about it he wants me to use the code word kiss for sex and so it like dragged on throughout the whole show and Mm -hmm. it just got worse um Mm -hmm. and so at least she was open and honest about it because like Mm. she also just met the in-laws and that was a big conversation to have with them at the first brunch meal you're sitting down with that wasn't your wedding um to have with them and it's just like I mean, it's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. I think to me, this just keeps telling me that Chris's view of relationships is a little bit misguided. Mm-hmm. It's very everything centers around him and his needs, and mm-hmm. there's been very few times that I've seen him have the instinct to wonder about like what she's thinking or feeling, and that's really only come up with this new revelation. 
where I think it was when he was talking to Vincent and he was like, I just want to know what Paige is thinking right now. And I'm hoping that was coming from a genuine place of concern and understanding yeah. that he's kind of put her in a tricky spot. That could also be just like him worried that she's going to leave him. Um, and that affects him, obviously. But mm-hmm. like everything is around like, is she going to be the trophy wife that he so desperately wants? And mm-hmm. literally nothing about like, it doesn't seem like he's really that concerned or like even interested in who she is as a person. Like, what yeah. are your hopes and dreams? What do you want to do with your life? Like, what kind of family do you want to have? Not like, mm-hmm. well, yeah. it's, it's a touchy subject, but let's talk about babies now. Like, yeah. honey, <laughs> give it a minute. Seriously. <laughs> like, do you even want to know if you're going to want her as a mother in the same household as you before you ask her to give you a baby? Exactly. Exactly. You may like, not appreciate it. It seems like that's get... not important to him. Mm-mm. Also, I did mm. not like the line of, like, I get why he was saying this, but when he was like, you know, it's God, then my wife, and that's over my kid, over, like, mm. I don't, like, when you start trying to measure the two, I just, I don't like that. I don't like that conversation at all. Like, this is your responsibility. This is your child. And it's on you to make sure that child is raised and set up. And that's not a joke. And for him mm-hmm, to, like... Mm-hmm. And I get he was in damage control mode. So I, I get that. And I'm sure if we talk to him now, hopefully he doesn't feel the same. He wouldn't say the same thing. But that, it's just something that I don't like. Just when people try to do the whole oh no it's you versus my baby it's like no no it's not it's that's not how this works out like Mm -hmm. (laughs) you can care about both deeply Mm -hmm. but this is not uh and like the very like traditional uh like traditional african point of view of that is like no like the baby is over even your life (laughs) you know like that's how that is viewed so to like see people view it from the other way is just it always gets it's just very just I don't know triggering for me mm-hmm. a little bit. The one part of that conversation that was a little red a red flag for me was when he was saying the politically correct answer of like now I'm married to you and I have to you know focus on you. When she asked him, would you want to get back with her? Like, mm-hmm. um, have you? And he said he thought about it. Um, but I was like. But you didn't answer whether or not you still have feelings for her and you still want to get back with her. You just said what you're supposed to do, which, I mean, sure, what you're supposed to do, but, like, give it five years. That doesn't matter. How happy are you and where do you want to be? Mm -hmm. What do you guys think about... What do you think Chris should do? Like, what do you think his responsibility is to do in this situation? I know that's a big question. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's hard to know for me, just real quick, it's hard to me to know without having the context of what the relationship with the ex-fiance was like. But mm-hmm. just curious what you think about this. I mean, he honestly has to focus on damage control and everyone but himself right now. Um, this whole time, he's been very self-centered and focused on how what he wants and who he wants, that kind of thing. And I don't like this... Um, the way that some, so some people sometimes think about like um debts and owing in a relationship i don't like to think about it that way um but he does have a lot of ground to cover to make up for even you know wanting to keep you know her around right now um i think if he were a little more 
communicative right now with both, you know, current wife and ex-fiance, that could maybe help. Like, maybe he can focus on right now. Just Mm -hmm. this time, like, you do have to be open and honest. No more of this, hey, don't tell the rest of the family. Hey, like, I don't want to tell you this big news, all that stuff. Like, Mm -hmm. you have to be fully open, transparent, communicative Mm -hmm. to maybe find some way to Mm -hmm. salvage this relationship, Mm -hmm. this marriage. Yeah, it's, I don't know, that's such a great question. Like, I think it's really, like, he's messed up so much that it's, like, I kind of, so to answer your question, what he should do, I think, I think that he should call it off with Paige. I mean, like, literally the day before you were having panic attacks because, you were with someone that you didn't find attractive. Like, this is hours beforehand. And now you're saying that she's the only thing that matters to you. Like, it's, it just, this feels like, I, this feels like damage control. Like, he knows that this is a really bad situation. He feels guilty, and he should. But at this point, you're not going to be happy with Paige. You, you find, you know, Everyone has their own list of priorities. I think for him, being attracted to the person and them mm-hmm. looking a certain way is very important to him. You know, that's not my, I, I, I think that's kind of shallow, but hey, whatever works for you, works for you. And like you said, uh, like Mabel, like you said, five years from now, like if he was to try to make it work with Paige, he's just going to be miserable because she's not if she doesn't look like what you want her to look like now like how is that going to change so i just i think he needs to call it off and if possible try to make it work with the fiance like they have a child now i think like yes just because you have a child with someone doesn't mean that you have to make it work but the all the stuff you're saying before about your child is your legacy and and (laughs) da 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 like your clone like if that's what how you feel now you have one you want to do everything you can for that child to be established and and healthy and blah 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 and i don't think that involves Paige. so um that's i think that's what he should do i think now that he's in this situation though he's going to be embarrassed and he's going to try to make it work where ironically i think if this child situation didn't happen he probably would have called it off earlier but now there's like this obligation like you said like that owing thing i think he feels it and he's he's going to try to make her break this off and that's unfair that is very unfair so that's my concern we've talked about that with past couples haven't we Mm -hmm. this is familiar who was it that we were talking about with this idea that like I'm going to make you break up with me. Oh, it's Luke and be... Kate. Luke and mm. Kate all the and way. And Mindy and Zach. And, oh, definitely Mindy and Zach. Yeah. yeah. Where he kind of like wouldn't call mm. it off, but he did everything wrong so that she would. <laughs> yeah. That's interesting. Good point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Like the only, I don't know um, if this probably like isn't a thing like right now in the show, but like if they could do some sort of annulment and like backtrack a little bit and just get back to dating because clearly this is not what she signed up for. (laughs) 
Not at all. Not at all. It just, it feels massively unfair to her. And obviously she has a say in this too, if she wants to stay or go. And for Mm. now, it sounds like she's going to see what happens. Mm. Um, I think what I think that Chris should do is get an annulment or whatever, a divorce, whatever, step away from Paige, let her just (laughs) get out of her life and Mm -hmm. let her like heal from this. And I don't necessarily think he should like get back with the ex or anything like that. I think he should just readjust and understand that like, like you guys are saying, like raising this kid and making sure that they have what they need and are supported is the most important thing. Like whether this was intentional or not, like you have a kiddo in the world now and it's your responsibility to make sure that they're all right. And yeah, without, without knowing like how his relationship was with the ex, I don't necessarily believe that like they have to get back together to raise the kid. I think co-parenting as like two people who are living um, their full lives, you know, can, that can totally work. Mm. Um, but yeah, I just, I really wanted, I, I wanted a moment of Paige just being like, no F you goodbye. Mm-hmm. And, and seeing her kind of slip back into it. Like she's holding out this hope that um, maybe these are like the trials and tribulations that will kind of like, help them come through stronger or whatever. But I don't know if they're actually thinking through the actual reality of the situation mm-hmm. that like this child and this ex are going to be in both of your lives. How yeah. is that going to work? Are you going to watch the kids sometimes? Are you also going to be a mom? Are you like, mm. what's that She did be? say that she was like a stepmom in her last relationship and she yeah. was like totally okay with that. Um, but I, like she clearly wants to make this work is willing to make it work and just like step back into it. Um, but like, I don't know if we've seen enough from Chris, like how committed besides feeling like you're supposed to, are you to this marriage with Paige? I mean, it doesn't even feel like his mind or heart is in it. He's just like, I signed up for this. Mm-hmm. I don't even like her. I don't even feel attracted to her. Mm-hmm. So after Chris tells Paige this news, they kind of split up for a little while to both process all the stuff that's happening. So Chris hangs out with Vincent to talk through everything with him. Paige goes and talks to Brianna for a while, which I felt was helpful for both of them. How did you do, I guess, how do you feel about how those conversations went? Um, I feel like it was a good reality check of the situation because they're both going to be a little biased when they are thinking about what to do next steps. But like, Brianna gave her a really good reality check. That's messed up. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's not how you're supposed to, you know, like, this is the first day you met. This is not what's supposed to be happening. Um, and Vincent asked some good questions to be like, you got to really think about this in a real light now. You know, mm-hmm. this isn't just a little bit of a mistake. This is a big deal. Um, and I think it was a good support system, too. I mean, Brianna very much like showed her emotion but Vincent was like very cool about it he like mm. didn't seem like he was targeting or kind of like showing judgment um at least to Chris when he was talking about him helping him just think through it and so I think it was it was nice to see that they could both have that conversation with their mm-hmm. people yeah 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 like <laughs> y- you know they had some like great gossiping when they finally like when Brianna and Vincent met back up with each other. They're like, oh my gosh, you won't <laughs> believe this. Like, 
Oh my goodness, yeah. the 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 amount of drama that they were uh, introduced to. Yeah, um, I think uh, Brianna did a really good job. I was kind of hoping she was. So I, I get why she didn't do this. She mentioned like she didn't want to push her agenda on Paige, but push your agenda on Paige, please. Like <laughs> like this is the time to be like, hey girl. This is crazy. Like I know we're in Vegas and it's gonna be awkward because this is day two, and probably not gonna have the rest of your honeymoon. But like, he's the worst. Like, let's. How about you? You know, <laughs> how about we we stop this? You know, I I mm-hmm. think that would have been nice because when she was talking on her one on ones, like you can tell she's like, oh hell no, I'm not doing this. If this was me, I'd be out. Mm-hmm. Um, and then with Vincent, Vincent, I think. Uh, like Mabel said, I think he did a really good job of like being being fair. Like I, I think it's very easy to be judgy in this situation, mm-hmm. but like taking him at his word. Like if he didn't know, like she's been six weeks and she's just now telling him, like that's not the best situation. He could be lying. He has lied plenty of times this season already. But you know, if that is true, like that's unfair, and you know that's. I, I like his reaction to that. Um, he's just so earnest, and it's hard for me to believe it. He's so earnest, and I know he's a good guy, but it's just too much. I'm just like, are you like evil, but like pretending to be good? <laughs> like I feel nice. like that's your problem. <laughs> I feel like I'm turning into Miles and Karen. What Karen is like, I just like he's just nice all the time. Like. Like, tell me how you really feel. Like, it's just, it's so nice. I'm, it's, I think he just is that way, but mm-hmm. that's my bias. <laughs> that's my bias. It's too nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, I mean, obviously, Vincent and Brianna knew this stuff, and then the whole crew met up for drinks yeah. later. And so then Paige and Chris end up telling the rest of the group without um, Virginia and Eric. And then Eric and Virginia show up. And drunk, they're probably drunk. They having a good time. Drunk. It was. <laughs> I wanted to just like shake them a little bit and be like, read the room. But they were clearly a little bit in their own world, so like yeah. I couldn't blame them to a degree because it's like they just didn't have any idea what they just walked into. Because not no. only did like Chris just have this whole moment that he had to step away because he was overwhelmed that the other couples were like doing better than they were. And then Eric and Virginia come in and are just, like, making out in front of everyone. Like, yeah, I think we're perfect. We haven't had, like, any problems. Like, it's everything's day three. so good. Yeah, exactly. First of all, it's day not three. true. You guys are not perfect. Right. But So, like, they're touching on that. And then mm. they're like, oh, you guys don't know what just happened. And they <laughs> clue them in. And what was Virginia's first question? Is the baby yours? Is the baby yours? <laughs> Oh no, like, girl! Don't do it. I'm like, don't this do is, it. This is why. This is yeah. why we pace yeah. ourselves. <laughs> Drink yeah. as much as you want, but like, have enough awareness. Oh gosh! <laughs> like, yeah. it just—it felt like a lot of like, just it's like any social situational awareness was out the window with these two. Mm-hmm. Like they were both just like over and over saying how much that they were there for them and how much they were going to support them like and 
I, I just felt like in that situation, like mostly because of what we know about Chris and we're a little much more on Paige's side in this, prioritize Paige and how she seems to be feeling. All you had to say was, wow, that seems like a lot to be dealing with right now. I'm really sorry. Yeah. Change the subject. Don't dwell mm. on it. We're not going to all sit here and talk about this. And they just yeah. kept talking. Yeah. It just made it worse every time. Like, they just like try. They, it's almost like they knew they're making it worse. So they kept talking to try to make it better. But it made it digging. worse. <laughs> keep on digging. Just digging more and more. Yeah. Right. And how like, do I get out of this hole? Oh, I keep digging. That's how I get out of this hole. Also, you just kept on touching Chris. Like, like I was yeah. like, I, I could empathize with Chris there. I was like, I don't know you like that. Stop touching me. I'm about to, Mm-mm. oh my goodness. I Well, I would have gotten like upset a little bit. Like it's, like they're trying to be so supportive, but personally I'd be like, fake. I don't supportive. even know you like that to need, to need your support. You know, mm-hmm. thanks, but yeah. no thanks. Um, yeah. the, I will say though, Chris was already peeved before they walked in. Yeah. Chris was already peeved that Paige tried to be supportive to begin with. So I was like, excuse you. Like, how entitled can you be to be mad that your wife wants to support you, first of all? Second of all, like, you're going to be even more just pissed. Like, these people are drunk. So sure, they can be already annoyed. But, like, hmm. I I was just there, I was just frustrated at that situation that he came back from having Paige support to be pissed that Paige supported. It's like, yeah. it's, actually, it's actually a little worse then because so you just said that like he felt like he needed a moment i think the mm-hmm. reason why he needed a moment i might be misremembering this but i think the reason why he needed a moment was on his one-on-one he was like oh everybody was supportive but more on page and not really giving me the mm. I, I was like mm-hmm. buddy buddy like mm-hmm. So the like that was such a weird like r- reversal thing of like oh I feel bad because no one feels bad about the thing that I did mm-hmm. and like I guess you could argue he's been lied to for 6 weeks so he has rights to be angry at his partner but they're not going like they're going to focus on Paige that's okay like it's just mm-hmm. he's so he's it. just it's it's yeah and it's again chris at the center of everything and it's like yes i can i can put my my feet in his loafers briefly and think about (laughs) what it might feel like if you know i had been with this person before and maybe we had a moment that we got back together for a night and then i went on to this process to be married and i just found out if that is true he just found out that he's they have a, a child you know, on the way, and it's his. I could understand how that would, of course, be overwhelming, and like it's just kind of mm-hmm. a whole new. You, your life is going to take a new direction now. Like that's yeah. just, it's already done. Mm-hmm. It's, it is. And you just married this person that you're like having these confusing feelings about because you're not necessarily attracted to them as much as you wanted to be, and you're not really sure. But I think it goes back to like, again my whole theory of like him not really understanding what a marriage could be like what the full potential of a marriage is because he tries to solve every single problem by himself he never sees himself in a partnership it's always i'm the man who solves the problem and this is my wife and you know like these are these are all things that can be talked about negotiated worked through communicated about with 
the partner and it's just not happening every single time he's trying to do it himself and like to his own detriment you know and i think because of how unbelievably supportive Paige has been like she's still showing up with a united front after all this stuff they went to see the couples she was like checking in with him to see if he wanted to talk about what happened like she didn't she's not telling on him she's not like airing their dirty laundry she had a moment of like that was her instinct this is a partnership are we okay talking about this and when you know he kind of finally was like yeah okay and then they said what happened it was like it all just it just frustrates me so much because i'm just like he has no business <laughs> he has no business doing this being here like and and Paige is such a is so devoted to the process and the idea of marriage that she's going to be hurt so much by by continuing to try yeah yeah i we we have to change couples because i'm worried <laughs> that like this is gonna just turn into like a 45 minute conversation about chris and Paige, which we've probably already done like the previous <laughs> episodes yeah our bad uh, so i'm just going to because i have so many feelings on them too but let's let's talk about brian uh, vincent brianna yeah Did I say brian that. i was gonna say brian i was i was my name's still still can't get names this how many seasons in and i'm still butchering their names um but uh the dominicans have been looking pretty good this season congratulations i was i had so many jokes ready and he has been very good so i got i can't use any of them um <laughs> it's, it's true <laughs> I had the one lot. thing i so agu you keep saying this like he seems too nice i will say some of the stuff that he says seems a little forced a little bit it's almost like he's trying to make sure to say the right thing or just like not like it just seems like it's a lot of thinking to make sure he's you know filtered that he's, he's coming out um which kind of takes away some of the authenticity i kind of just like where she you know mm-hmm. what if you say something that messes up i mean can't mess up more than chris right now so <laughs> <laughs> you can't do anything as bad as chris yeah. right now <laughs> so just like just kind of yeah. and I, I just feel like there's a filtered view of him we're getting, which is a kind of a bummer. Um, particularly when he got a little taken aback by his family saying that he gets angry sometimes. Yeah. Um, and how, like, he sometimes just, like, blows up and whatever, whatever. And he denied it immediately. He was like, no. It takes, me, it takes a lot to get me angry. And, hey, maybe it does. Maybe your family was a little dramatic. But, like denying it so adamantly was a little bit of a red flag because <laughs> i wasn't sure if it's because you don't yeah. like the idea of like you being portrayed negatively and your family saying that you get angry is a is a negative mm-hmm. portrayal or if you really you know did feel like they were vehemently wrong and if they were just like shrug it off let it go you know yeah let your wife go. will get to know you and maybe get to know your angry side of them in the next eight weeks or not i don't know um but like that reaction to me was a little bit of a "Mm, like why does it matter so much that yeah yeah i'm worried that like we're going to get attacked by like because he is like they are the best like they are the shining light couple Mm -hmm. this season like it's Mm -hmm. it's funny if you go to like anywhere on reddit or just just comment sections it's chris is the worst and thank God that there's Brianna and Vincent. Like, those are, like, the only two. Then everyone else is, like, forgotten about this season. So, like, I feel it's, like, 
saying something bad about Beyonce. I'm scared. Like, I don't want to do that. Like, they will come and get you. But, so, in the beginning, I thought, like, I thought he was just, like, Luke and Kate did this, where, like, I could tell that Luke was, like, choosing his words on camera. Like, it was very obvious that he, unlike Chris, isn't smart enough to, like, filter himself, was smart enough to filter himself, and was like, okay, even though I feel this way, like, you know, he had the whole cold word, he wasn't attracted to her, but he would constantly say, I'm attracted to her. Like, you could tell he was smart enough not to say stupid stuff. With Vincent, I think he just, I think he is that way. Like, I I do think, I don't think he's lying. Like, I do think he means all the things he's saying. But I think you got to mix in some humor or something. Because, like, even when she was, like, telling them, like, oh, we were intimate. He's like, uh, you know, I didn't want to pressure anything. I didn't want to push. And, you know, it was really special. And it was magical to me. It's like, yeah, like, we we know. Like, when no one thinks that you were, like, pushing and pressuring her to have sex with you. Like, it's clear that you guys like each other. Like, and I don't know. That might just be he's new on camera and he's trying to, you know, or maybe he understands how these how their story can be told in different ways, and maybe he's trying to preemptively mm-hmm. make sure that he's filtering that. Because I get the feeling that feeling too, where like when the scenes with Brianna and Vincent, it, it it's like a, a little recap of like what happened, like when they're laying. And bed and talking about how his grandma's okay so they're not gonna go back to atlanta and um they're both talking through it i was just like this feels so like i'm glad that they're kind of catching us up on what happened there but like it was like really weird rehearsed kind of like yep this yeah. happened and now this happened now this happened yeah. and everything now we're closer and i was just like what <laughs> like yeah. I-, I wish they would just kind of relax into it a little bit yeah. more but i think i think the cameras are just a really big part of that i'm kind of getting that feeling with um Jacob and Haley in particular too, where I feel like the cameras are affecting how they are with each other and it's making it feel much more awkward than I think it might be when the cameras are gone, but it affects Mm -hmm. them to a point where like, then they're not bonding when the cameras are on. So then it's harder to do that when the cameras are off. It's kind of like a Olivia and Brett situation where like, Mm -hmm. it just feels different. That's true. The one thing I like that difference, I think, with them is for Vincent and Brianna, for example, it seems like off camera, their chemistry, they're just like laughing, joking, getting along. Because um, like, obviously, like Brianna has no concerns. They're, they're, they're golden. Yeah. Um, Vincent yeah. has no concerns. Like he's crazy about her. Like, um, yeah. and then you get on camera and like Brianna seems very relaxed still. And Vincent seems a little like rehearsed, like mm-hmm. making sure he's like making a good impression. But then like Haley and Jacob, I'm just like oh god like how much longer (laughs) (laughs) Haley finds Jacob so boring and does not like to be around him like even on the wedding day from her walking away and like gonna enjoy her own party and he's gonna do his own thing and now they're just like sitting there in bed sometimes conversing and she's just like I would kind of go do my own thing now (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah I worry about their chemistry a little bit part of it feels like editing to me but part of it also feels like they're, and we've seen this with couples before too, where it just like, it just something isn't there. So, something's mm-hmm. missing. <laughs> I don't know how to describe mm-hmm. it. It's just, 
you get them in the room together. It's kind of how it felt with Henry and Christina, like on their wedding night, at least the way that they cut it, where it was yeah. just like, she's kind of sitting there like, okay, I guess I'll get ready for bed. And he's like, okay, cool. And like it, that kind of energy where you're just like, what? What? This is like when you go to stay with a relative you haven't seen in a long time. And it's just like kind of forced just because you don't really know each other anymore. And mm-hmm. you're just kind of together. And it's, uh, it's, yeah, not my favorite to watch either. Yeah. I know. I, I know I've thrown this many, this theory many times, but I really do think it's because he isn't as suave. I don't oh, know. Like the he's pursuing just, her thing. He mm-hmm. isn't pursuing her. And I think I think that's really it. I think if he was to to pursue her more, to constantly say, Oh, like just watch um oh gosh, what was the the couple from last season that everybody loved? Amani Amani and Woody. Woody. Just watch Amani and Woody like pick up his his the way he throws shots and be like, Yo, Haley, you you're looking you're looking great today. <laughs> Like, like, just, just be overly, like, just pursue her. Just be overly expressive. I think that's what is needed. And he is a little bit more, like, if she gives him a question, he will answer the question and then stop. Like, you gotta, you gotta be a little bit more. Um, Take more initiative. Yes. Like, and he just gives you the impression of like just being an analytical dude. Like, you know. Yeah. I'm going to do what I got to do. I'm going to, you know, say what I got to say. I'm just worried about myself. Getting through. Mm -hmm. And she seems to want someone who's a little more charismatic. And because she doesn't feel that, like you were saying, like suaveness from him, she's just like, "Eh." she may not be saying it, but I don't think she's very interested. (laughs) Oh, I'm getting like, she hasn't said it, but like looking at her through the, like it feels like she's yelling, save me. This man is weird. (laughs) He has so much 80s stuff. (laughs) <laughs> it's i don't see it i don't yeah. i really don't do you think this I is really a thing don't. where like it's just the chemistry doesn't exist so they shouldn't like try to invest too much in it or do you think that if they worked at it they could generate that i think that the chemistry could exist but because the initial attraction like conversation wouldn't like click you know um I want to say that she's kind of checking out a little earlier, just because her expression mm-hmm. gives me the impression that she doesn't, you know, want to be there anymore. Um, but I like think if they worked at it, they could definitely get to know each other more. Like we've seen this in in seasons past, plenty of couples maybe didn't love each other on the first date like some of these do, but mm-hmm. hey, just get to know each other more and act, like there's a lot of reasons experts put you together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yes, I think. I'm with you. I think they could make it work. Part of it is just because they're in a season with Chris and Paige, we don't really see them that much. Like it's, yeah. it's like Chris and Paige is taking up all the oxygen in the room. So I think it's partly that, but I just, I, I think it's either, and she's trying. Like, I, I feel like previous seasons, I'm like, oh, this person isn't trying. Like I can see her trying to initiate conversations and, and he's just, not that tight like it feels like like you said he's very analytical like i i think i find him super funny and like i'd want to be friends with him like he is really really funny like the whole speedo uh conversation like that's hilarious like he's just like yeah no it's fine 
Yeah, I'll wear this. Mm-hmm. I don't care. Pink Speedo. And she was like, um, that was something weird to tell me. <laughs> <laughs> it's, but like the, like the onion scene. Like, I get, so he, to explain the scene, they're together, he eats a raw onion and like is making eye contact with her the entire time. And it's like, I get it's a joke. I am also a jokey person. I get that. But like, you're still in like, she's still trying to decide if she likes you. You can't do it then. It's too early. Like, I was weird. I wasn't that weird that early. Like, you gotta, like, you gotta, like, slowly bring them in to That's why it. you're still together because you weren't that weird that early? Probably. Probably. You know, like, I was a... every day. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was, I was still, you know, like, I wasn't, uh, yeah, I wasn't Mr. Suave. But, like, you, like I wasn't eating raw onions and, like, joking and, like, trying to kiss hey, somebody. Hey, you did okay. I mean, like, yeah. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Like, at the same time, with the right person, be goofy right away. Like, let yourself, you know, hang. Because I don't think Haley would like it if you know. Clearly, we're not seeing her respond well. But like, I also think that someone could laugh back and be like, because he made the the comment, "Oh, I plan on kiss you next." Like, laugh, shake it off. Like, ha ha ha. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, like something like that. I don't know. Yeah. Like, <laughs> this goes back to my. In your mouth and be like, do you want to kiss this? Like, <laughs> Oh my, you know who would do that? Uh, Amelia. Yep, that's who I'm thinking of. <laughs> she, she totally would have like grabbed two. I'm like, oh, let's do this. Like, she is, she's game for that. Yep. <laughs> this goes back though to my attraction yeah. theory, which we talked about a few episodes ago, which is like, uh, you know, if you think someone's creepy or not, really just depends on how attractive you think they are. So, like, someone who you find really sexy and attractive or cute, whatever, you give them all the like passes because it's just like oh wow (laughs) you know Mm -hmm. but then if you are just kind of starting from more of a neutral place then it can go creepy a lot faster so i think that's what maybe what we're seeing maybe like they Mm. kind of objectively find each other attractive but because some of that chemistry isn't there then it's kind of affecting how they're with each other and then it's just kind of like it's, it feels painful to see them spend time together, you know? Mm-hmm. But even, like, after their little dinner date and their uh, beautiful aquarium setup, which was really cool, <laughs> like, yeah. they the were... Me out a little bit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You're like, this is my food shark. I don't... <laughs> this is not yours. <laughs> it's like, no, I don't want your food. I want to eat you. <laughs> that's what I want to eat. <laughs> oh, that's why the shark's staring at me. <laughs> oh, I'm dinner. <laughs> But they not food. <laughs> oh, great movie! Great movie. <laughs> but, but they were like kind of cuddled up, just looking at the fish for a little oh. while, and like they had a little mm-hmm. kiss. And That's then true. after that, it was a little awkward because she clearly wanted to go for another kiss, despite the onion breath, and he was already looking at the fish again. So it was just kind of like a <laughs> yeah. and like just that that awkwardness. And it's true. I That's true. so I think there's something there like when they came in wearing those like little neon glasses they both seem to be like being kind of dorking it up and I don't know yeah. maybe we, I don't feel like we really know her that well yet so maybe that is kind of her vibe but mm. we're not getting mm-hmm. to your point a lot of time with them so we can't tell yeah That's and they watched the Goonies wonder... together oh. <laughs> like that's 80s so they have line. something in common yeah I wonder like if they could really work if she just take the initiative more often and just like hey you wanted a second kiss go into that second kiss i'm sure he'd appreciate it like mm-hmm. ma- but maybe they're kind of like 
in their own head a little bit of how gender roles are supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, I think they could work if she took the initiative more. If she's okay with that. Yeah, and that's, yeah. and that, that's, yeah. I think, I, I just Which, keep thinking of Henry and Christina because she was okay with that. Henry, or Christina mm-hmm. was okay with that to a point. And then mm-hmm. when she felt like he wasn't trying, she checked out. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, uh, which is fair. Like, he was not about to do that. We know why. But yeah, yeah, yeah I, y- you make a good point, though. Like, I, my instinct is, like, they're not going to stay together. But you're right. Like, they are, there are moments with them that seems very cute yeah. and mm-hmm. endearing. So maybe... Maybe this is like the editing that you're like you're mentioning and just like they're a slow start and that's fine. Like not sometimes those slower start couples are completely fine. You know, mm-hmm. Miles and Karen 101 right there. But <laughs> it's just it, I feel like so it's more weeks. Than that. <laughs> more weeks. We did another pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So maybe it's that I do. Yeah. So you're right. Let's take them to, I'll take them to a maybe for my own personal uh, okay. thing then, instead of no. Yeah. It just yeah. feels very lukewarm to me, where it's like, yeah. it's all right. <laughs> mm-hmm. But, yeah. you know, you could also think of it as like, it's not enough of a no, you know? Like, yes. It's like a, let's continue to see where this works. Yes. Well, I think there's definitely enough to work with there. Yeah. I think they just both yeah. have to acknowledge that they have to put in the effort. They can't just mm-hmm. wait for the other person. Yeah. Yeah. This kind of feels like if you've been dating someone and like their first date was like, I think this will work. Then like you'll try a second date to like make sure. Mm-hmm. And then like this feels like the second date where she's like, I don't. Do I hate you? I don't. I, I think like, I, I don't hate it. you. Yeah. Damn it. Okay. I'll keep trying. <laughs> she like looks at her ring. It's like, okay. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> fine it's fine i guess we can do a third one (laughs) (laughs) yeah but i also like i kind of get the feeling from him like you're talking about the 80s thing like there's some part of him that he wants to hold back as well and it's just like hey Mm -hmm. own it you love the 80s you're a little dorky go with it like lean into it and Mm -hmm, i kind of get the impression that he just like maybe because of society i don't know like doesn't want to lean into it yeah yeah yeah, I think yeah. he's just a, a nerd and ashamed of it. And there's yeah, no need to be. Bit. Like, we already know you're a nerd. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> you can yeah. be yourself. <laughs> yeah. Like, you're doing fine in life right now. Keep on nerding on. You're yeah. doing great. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah. like, if this doesn't work out and you end up, one or both of you say no on decision day, like, there's going to be some 80s loving lady who will find you. You'll find her. Like, mm-hmm. I, there, there's other, there's many people yeah. in the world. Like, his whole thing about exactly. this is his last last chance to, you know, marry before he's 40. It's just like, that's just not true. You can get mm-hmm. married anytime. Right. <laughs> also, you don't have to get married. <laughs> yeah, also, it's you totally don't have fine. to. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's okay, yeah. too. There's a lot, there are a lot of paths in life. Yeah. He could, he could be a George Clooney out here until his 50s, you know? Just as suave. Just as <laughs> <Do> cool. <you? laughs> <laughs> not as cool as Champagne Vinny, though. Oh. <laughs> Best nickname ever. Best nickname. Like with the got the shirt open, got the Jesus piece, got the hat. He he was not playing with them. He wasn't playing with them. Flexing hard. Like that moment so much. (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) So we haven't really talked about Ryan and Clary yet. 
Yeah. The only big things I had for them this episode was they talked a little bit about kids and um, like if they would want to raise them in a church or not. Mm. And it, it kind of seems like there's a little bit of a difference there between how they would like to raise their kids. So, oh, excuse me. Um, It sounds like Ryan would like to raise the kids in the church and like whatever branch of Christianity it seems like he's a part of would want them to kind of learn those values, be very integrated into the church community. Sounds like Clara used to be in more of a religious community and has kind of left that and would want her big thing is like giving the kids kind of the choice to opt into that and kind of also know that there's other religions and different paths out there as well. Um, So how did, how did you guys feel about their conversation? Any red flags coming from that? Um, So this takes me back to, I'm forgetting now, the brunette, didn't like her hair, blonde. um, Amber and Dave. Thank you. Yeah, Amber and Dave. Like, this takes me back to Amber and Dave. Because religion, like, what you identify with, what you want your kids to be raised as, that can be one of those checks the box conversation. And so the first thing I thought of was, which one of you, like, didn't fully communicate this to the experts? I don't know. Like, was it um, Ryan saying, like, I'm okay with any religion, kind of like Dave was, but then really not being okay with it? Or was it Clara being like, yeah, I want to raise my kids, or I am religious, but really not? Like, it just gives you the impression, like, this could have been avoided. Um, Mm -hmm. Because it seems to be, like, one of those straight-to-the-point kind of answers that you could get out of somebody. Um, especially, like, to an expert talking about pairing you with somebody for marriage. Mm-hmm. Um, so I kind of got that impression. I was just like, mm, we could have avoided this. So, but, that. like, do you think that, like, they won't stay together because of it? Uh, oh, no, no, no. I don't. Um, I really like them together, actually. So they seem to be, like, the couple that just has fun together, likes to be active, likes to be up, like, not necessarily, like, which, hey, everybody wants to sleep in it when they want to. But, like, they don't seem like that kind of couple. Like, they seem like the kind of couple that just, like, yeah. let's take advantage of all the activity that is to be there from taking a picture with a dolphin and, like, <laughs> that kind of stuff. Like, yeah. I think that they just are the couple that just, like, takes it in stride a little bit. Especially Ryan seems to be the kind of person to take things in stride. So, I mean, mm-hmm. for the time being, I just really like their chemistry together. Oh, yeah, totally. I... Yeah, I, I'm totally with you. To- I keep on saying totally. I'm with you <laughs> totally. on the... Totally. totally. Totes. Um, with you with the religion conversation. I mean, both his parents are ministers, so mm-hmm. it's it's seen, like it's kind of clear where he's going to be on that religion side. Um, I think the interesting thing with this is it, it brings up a... A larger conversation with them that I think might be a problem is she seems a lot more so she's a lot more carefree like you know mess self-declared messy and um, likes to experiment and do different things where he is also very like it sounds like he's a big festival concert traveler type person and they have that in common but he seems to be a lot more regimented or mm-hmm. just a little bit more. And, and I think I think the fear is people who are like that or people who are very much like that kind of view people who aren't as not being mature. 
And I'm it, it feels like she's giving off those vibes a little bit, which I'm a little concerned with. And I think that could be a problem. So I don't think the religion and stuff like that at this point is because this is so far ahead. Like mm-hmm. when they do have kids, who do, like that could change. Mm-hmm. But if he feels that she isn't mature or that she is like still figuring her life out i think that could be a problem because he doesn't strike me as a person who is looking for that he seems to be a little bit more he's ready for the next phase of his life and Hmm. so that's the thing that i'm a little worried with uh similar to like all the other couples we don't really see like when we do see them they're talking about chris and Paige because (laughs) This is the Chris and Paige episode <laughs> season, um, but that's the thing. Like, that's the thing I find a little concerning. It's mm-hmm. just they're they're so different in that. Mm-hmm. But uh, what do you think, Ashley? I think it's something that they're going to definitely have to work through. I don't necessarily think that it's mutually exclusive, or like you could raise kids in a church environment have them be part of that community and also have them um be well educated and aware of all the other religions in the world Mm -hmm. and understand that those aren't bad or wrong (laughs) that they're just different and other people believe those things and um it's not and kind of raise it not as like the us versus them of like we believe the right thing and everyone else is wrong um but kind of round that out a little bit more of like these are all of the different paths people take spiritually. This is the one that we take. This is why. These are what the other ones mean. Um, I also think there could be a balance that could be struck between Ryan and Clara as parents, where if this if this is something that's really important to Ryan, especially if I'm assuming they would be going to the church that his family, you know, they're ministers of and everything, like being a part of that community would be huge. That's really important. Mm-hmm. So that could be something that, either Clara goes to and doesn't necessarily have to like convert or be like identify with that religion at all, but see it more as the community aspect of it. Or this is something maybe that the the kids do with dad and mm-hmm. it's still talked about at home and it's something that's really, uh, anything's on the table, we can always talk about it. And it's not like mom versus dad. It's just, this is how we are. We're kind of a blended family in that way. Yeah. That could be fine too. But everybody has to be, it's an ongoing conversation, especially as you're teaching young kids about all of these different ideas. And um, it sounds like Claire's biggest thing is the us versus them thing of like, Mm -hmm. you know, she kind of Mm -hmm. got burned maybe by that playing out in the environment that she was in, which makes her not want to really return to it, um, which I can understand. And so I just think that there's, totally ways to be creative around this thing Mm -hmm. but it has to be about like meeting in the middle a little bit and not feeling like one person is right and the other is wrong um like the black and white thinking there really has to dissolve into like where can we meet (laughs) to like kind of all kind of get what we're looking for um Mm -hmm. and raise really cool kids who have a really great perspective on the world so Mm -hmm. i think I mean, that's what I would tell them, but I don't, I'm curious how that's going to shake out with them. 
Yeah. And, like, they yeah. could just be having more conversations, like you were saying. So, whether or not they go to church, like, as long as the kids still know that they have the choice, which is kind of easier said than done. Yeah. But, like, yeah. you know, or it could be, like, a, hey, at you know both of the parents' background, you know, how they feel about religion, where they stand on their personal religion. And it could just be, you know, encouraging them by showing, by visiting churches or and, you know, not always, I don't know, not maybe committing to one if they don't want to or kind of thing. Like, there can be some lead by examples in there, too. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And I, I, I think considering the other couples in this season the experts did a good job of like they feel like a per a couple that would be dating each other like they seem they have a lot that they find in common a lot mm-hmm. that they you know like when they talk about vegas they're like oh i go there every other week and he's like oh i just was there like two days ago like they <laughs> yeah like <laughs> two days ago <laughs> and like i, I, was I know i said for our wedding. <laughs> <laughs> i was drunk <laughs> i had a good time <laughs> And and I know I've said this before, but, like, their friend group literally looks like the same group of people. Like, it's just, mm-hmm. like, they all, like, you could tell they hang out with a similar group of people, same interest. So I think overall the, the experts have done a very good job with them. And because they're the first interracial couple, I'm sure there's way the more pressure. They're not the first? Who's the first? Uh, okay. Quite a few seasons ago, they had a couple of interracial couples. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was so off about that. Sorry. So we had We've the first divorce this. person. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but I forgot it. Like, that's the, how are you surprised by this? I'm kidding. <laughs> um, so, but I get why there's a lot more pressure, I imagine, when trying to pair the uh, them as a couple. So I, I think on paper, they're good. I just that my concern is like, oh, like that religion yes like I know personally I don't want to go into how I feel but if I was with someone who was on the other side of that mm-hmm. I would have an issue with that I think um so but you know that's not that we don't know how Ryan feels about that so he also seems pretty chill he does seem like someone who like isn't going to get angry easily but that doesn't mean that he doesn't feel a way about it like yeah. he you know like i if he did feel some way like he seems like uh i will note this and i will return to this <laughs> later type of person yeah um so he was like let's see at five o'clock i have a block for thinking time i will <laughs> i will uh work through this then and come back to you with any thoughts <laughs> Right. While I don't know I'm if doing editing, but he did seem to give a little bit of a side eye with the suitcase like volcano that was her stuff in her room. I, I think that was editing that made it look like he was giving a side eye, but I thought that was kinda of funny. That was funny. There was a lot of stuff in there. It was funny. Yeah, yeah look at it like I don't even know, it closed everywhere. Yeah. I feel like the women always get a bad edit for like packing a lot and it's like you don't know where you're going on your honeymoon yeah, of course you're yeah. gonna bring a bunch of stuff you want to look mm-hmm. cute you're on camera you're with your new spouse of course you're gonna bring a bunch of shit yeah <laughs> gotta be prepared uh, okay i just wish we could see more of them i really like um claire and ryan like but i don't feel like they're getting enough camera time i know it's kind of upsetting i feel like we didn't really talk about virginia and eric enough yeah, i kind of just brushed over them didn't we Okay. We, we like we mentioned them being drunk which you know or tipsy no, <laughs> that that, that seems like to be 
That seems to be her go-to. That seems to be their go-to. Um, but they're a relationship where... So was it... I think Gabriella thought that they are going to... She's been, like, really pushing for them when we... Mm-hmm. I just don't see it. Like, I don't understand why people think this is going to work. I... Like, am I... I, I don't know what I'm missing here, but just the age difference just feels like a really big age difference with them. And the, like, friends conversation was kind of weird, and I didn't, I wasn't a fan of that wording of, like, I wasn't a fan of that. Like, he's mm-hmm. like, oh, they could be gay. <laughs> it's like, what? <laughs> so you're, like, yeah, going to go yeah. to all her friends and be like, oh, no, you're straight. Sorry, you're out. You... You're on, what are you like gay straight oh you're both uh you might stay i'll, I'll let you stay I'll, like that's weird i just i don't know i didn't i didn't like that and there there's been a few different times where i think it feels like he he has this impression that he has to like raise her almost or like get her ready for the real world it feels like i don't know maybe i'm reading into things but i just mm-hmm. there's like a a like oh well you don't understand yet type of feeling that i don't like mm-hmm. there and it's i mean i don't blame him she like every scene we see her she's drinking or having a good time but hey she's in vegas and she's on her honeymoon so like live your life i'm not i'm not judging but yeah. just off um, I think they both kind of feed into it. So she talks about it too. She talks about like how much younger she is and she's still in the party phase and everything. And he mm-hmm. kind of does repeat himself saying like at this stage I'm at in life, which could be taken like a little bit of like I'm I'm ahead of you kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but it could just be, you know, two different lifestyles because even someone who's her age just may not be a fan of partying like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but like it does feel a little bit like they first put their age gap in front of them to like as something they have to instead of like you know Haley and jacob also have a massive age gap between them but it doesn't mm-hmm. feel like it's as prevalent when they talk exactly to yeah. yeah yeah and i don't know like she i the so the pool conversation you're talking about with the friends that also was concerning to me but more because of um i think like she got very defensive it seemed like there were mm. parts when she just like so it was, I guess, on the one-on-one and when she was actually in the pool talking about, like, almost, like, judging how you're supposed to react and how you're supposed to think about friends um, before actually maybe trying to be inquisitive about the other person. Like, why do you feel that way? Mm-hmm. Um, maybe he, you know, could have asked that as well. Um, but because she was so taken aback, it was, I don't know, it just, like... Um, she was like, oh, jealousy, the ma- that jealousy was a major red flag for me kind of thing. I don't know. It kind of gave me the impression that, um, I-, I should say she overall has given me the impression that, like, she would rather have somebody that's stable and secure, which justifies her, you know, being immature almost. Like, she oh, yeah. has kind of been like, I'm looking for someone who's kind of, like, done in their journey so that I don't have to be a little bit and hmm. I can like look to that person as like a getting to kind of finish line point. I don't know. It's just, that's interesting. haven't really gotten a good vibe 
from them. That's really I, they might stay together if that's how she feels, though, because he seems like he's at that point, whatever that's he's reached adulthood. <laughs> I don't know how to word that. Yeah, that is interesting with them because, yeah. like, it is. I mean, we have other age gaps, like you're saying. I think it's the behavior that's so different between these two than, like, Haley and Jacob, <laughs> you know, yeah. like they're so notably different you know when they're when they first arrived at the hotel she's immediately before even looking at the room she's like trying to get into the mini bar and i'm like (laughs) like she literally like identifies herself as a drinker she's like i think i'm always going to be a drinker Mm. like that's part of virginia's identity of herself and i don't i'm not sure i know enough about her to unpack that but i think that's something to kind of note that this is like Mm -hmm. To me, that's kind of her saying, like, this is part of who I am. This is part of my personality and how I move through the world. This is how I enjoy myself. This is just how I operate. And I'm telling you up front, <laughs> like, FYI, this is me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think he maybe has the impression that they keep talking about the phase thing, that, like, this is something that yeah. will be grown out of. And I don't know. It feels... yeah. It it does sometimes feel like there's a bit of a escapism in her behavior that like kind of prevents her from having these really solid conversations and getting into stuff. And like, it's all a weird balance because yes, they're on their honeymoons and like, it's good that they're having fun and being really flirty and light and all this stuff. But some of her interviews, um, when we saw her before the wedding, when she was just talking through all of these different things. Obviously, she was sober during those conversations. And it's a very different Virginia. It's very like, yeah. no, this is what I want. This is why. Like, very, um, this other level of her that we're not really, I don't know if she's really shown Eric yet. And so all he's seeing is, like, fun times, party, Virginia, mm-hmm. who's going to be um, just kind of in that mode for this part. And I my suspicion is this just is kind of a I don't know if this is okay for me to say but it feels like a coping mechanism thing for her of like this is how I feel okay when I'm uncomfortable and I, yeah yeah I think that too like, just, this is a really uncomfortable situation for sure right? for sure so but like it, it feels a little bit like she just wants anything to take the the uncomfortableness out of it for just a in some way like it's just too much to be sitting with this new person and like kind of trying to figure it out. And so whatever way she can kind of soften that. um, I hope I'm not like overstepping with that, but that's just the feeling I get that it's just like, Mm -hmm. she's just all over the place. Like her, she's like looking around all the time. Like she's so fidgety. Like she is just not present from what I can see on the outside. And I think that, that I think that's my biggest concern with them is like, if you, you can't, have a productive conversation if you can't like settle in the moment and be like what are you actually trying to say like you're saying about like what do you mean by that why do you feel that way why do you feel like i can't have male friends because what is what does that mean to you like let's explore that let's not just react immediately to what you're telling me i can't do you know because that's when the little head bob comes in and we're just like oh no you're not going to tell me that you know so just eh, i don't know yeah yeah, like I I think yeah, hopefully it's not overstepping, but I do think that's just that's the feeling I'm getting as well is like this there's a lot going on right now and this is like her like 
All right, let's let's just let's drink it out. Let's let's just like. <laughs> I don't think from what I've, like I said, when you see her on one on ones, I get why they picked her. Like she seems like a very smart, well rounded person. I think it's just you're with a person for the first time you've never met. That's weird and awkward. You're being filmed basically all day. That's weird and awkward. Like. I think it's that it's causing mm-hmm. this and my fear is that he is going to think oh no she's like this all the time mm-hmm. and it's like you said it's a coping thing and if she was like that all the time I don't even think like you that's something you have to grow out of or anything like just she there are people who are like that in their 40s and 50s like there's that's fine you know like if you're a person who likes to go out to different festivals and stuff like that that and different concerts why not like i i just think if she was that type of person he isn't what you're looking for like he's not going to be going to these festivals with you he's Mm -hmm. not going to be going to and and that's fine like you can have two people who feel differently about that but he doesn't strike me as the type of person who would be okay with it so it's like because he doesn't trust her being around men straight men yeah like that he it feels like he'd be like oh well, what, what even, were you doing in Coachella? i can even see her not trusting him as a pilot being gone for a few days in a row because like that was a pretty prevalent issue that she talked about before she yeah. was even married she was like she has trust issues with people and it didn't really seem like something she mm, wanted to talk and on and like it didn't seem like she wanted to be very open about it and like unfold it and unpack it um, right there with the experts. And I don't know if you'll unpack it with um, Eric. We'll see. But like, that's, I think, going to be a big concern as they go forward. Um, and also, you know, to your point about like, is she 100% party girl all the time drinker? I think that's going to be even more clear to him as time goes like, okay, they're in their honeymoon. They're having fun. They're going to let loose. That is the vacation mode. And then when you get back to home, home and get back to reality does that switch turn on or off mm-hmm. that'll be interesting to see how he reacts and how mm-hmm. she is because like we saw her sober modes too yeah right yeah and she seems she seems fine like i, I you could, it seems like dr pepper really likes her from the few scenes that we've seen of them together and if you're cool with dr pepper <laughs> you're cool with me okay <laughs> um but yeah overall i'm terrified of what's going to happen with chris and Paige this season that's where i'm ending <laughs> i think that's the one couple that's like going to be the big question mark because yeah they're going to have a lot of things that come up later when they move back home mm-hmm. oh, oh, yeah yeah i know yeah. i'm dreading some of this a little bit i'm worried that i think just one of the most painful things in watching this is like watching people stay together who maybe shouldn't and you can you feel like you know better for them but then you just have to like watch them live through the pain <laughs> yeah. and yeah. i don't want to do that i want to watch everyone be happy and fall in love and get exactly what they were looking for yeah just right a, right just a bunch just, of brianna and vincent's just that's it that's all we want just unicorns or rainbows the whole time yeah <laughs> yeah like just some good solid growth yeah. without yeah. everyone being upset and sad and mm-hmm. uh, Maybe that's too tall of an order. <laughs> Who's everybody's favorite couple right now? Brianna and Vincent, right? Like I really do like them, but my favorite actually right now is Ryan and Clara. Really? Wow. 
than that. So, okay. Only because, like, maybe, like, I do also like Brianna and Vincent. I do. Um, but, like, I just feel like they're having a lot of fun. They're exploring. They're going on their adventures. They're they just, are. like, letting loose. And mm-hmm. they both seem to be very chill in the moment, enjoying each other. So, And that's what I like about, um, you know, watching the couples go through this experiment. There's a lot they're going to go through, so just take it one step at a time. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. That's a really good point. Like, they feel like they're dating, and some of the other couples don't feel like that. Yeah, I totally mm-hmm. get that. Yeah. I mean, I, I'd i say Brianna and Vincent, but, like, she literally, she looks like a Disney princess, like, nine times out of ten. And, like, he looks like he's blushing every, like, it's, like... They're, they're co- super cute together. Of course, they're, like, of course. They, they look adorable together. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, I... Plus, like, when he was going through that tough moment and she was consoling him. Like, that works. Like, that really does. Like, when you're going through a difficult time and that person being there, like, I think she did a really good job with that. And in previous seasons, it was... uh, Iris and Keith. Iris and Keith. Iris and Keith, you're right. Like, that was the one time where I was like, oh, I want you guys to stay together. Like, it was seeing that so i think because of that i'm leaning more towards them now um i have to agree with that i like brian and vincent a lot they're playing footsie under their table when they're having their sunset dinner i was like y'all go back to your room and consummate the marriage some more like obviously you're on a good track here (laughs) they're like always like holding hands like touching they're like so physical like she'll be in his lap and he'll have his arm around her like the footsie scene grossed me out though (laughs) Do you not like feet or something? It's it's sand. Like you're already like like dry. Your feet are already dry because they're in sand, and <laughs> someone's gonna be rubbing their dry feet on my foot. I don't want that. You can respect yourself, but it was a cute moment. So Ashley tries to have footsie with you on the beach. I'm taking a mental note for whenever this might be applicable. <laughs> if a goo is in sand, barefoot, yeah. stay away. Maybe that's just me. I just, I was just like, what? No. Like, hold my hand or something. Do that. Don't, don't. don't. That's fine. All right. Well, thanks for joining us as we recap the episode five of season 12, Married at First Sight. Join us next time as we cover season, same season, episode six. Iku just pulled out a, what is that called again? A fidget Fidget spinner. spinner. Fidget spinner. Gosh, what type of millennial are you? Get it together. I go full pulled out a fidget spinner how am i supposed to stay focused okay so we'll cover episode six next time uh, for all our thoughts on what happens there um please go join us on instagram at couple three podcast and um just know we're on both podcast apps and then youtube if you want to check us out in a different place so thanks for joining us we'll see you next time goodbye thank you